0: Hello and welcome to Real Trail Talk. I'm Alyssa D'Souza from The Long Way's Better, taking over from Don and Mark for a special International Women's Day edition. It's episode 35 and I'm honoured to be in the room with some amazing women. Today we have Michelle Ryan from Walking 2 by 2 Hello. Bonnie Wells from Wild Western Australia and soon to be a new blog out, Friendly Drop Bear. Hello. And fellow hiker Louise Jorgensen. Hey there. Since today's topic is all about our perspective and experience as female hikers, I thought maybe we could start tonight by sharing our favourite hiking experience so far. Um, And I've had a little bit of a think about this, and for me personally, my favourite experience is our recent hiking in Tasmania, hiking up Frenchman's Cap, which was both terrifying and amazing at the same time. There was a lot of moments where I doubted myself and definitely had a few question marks about whether I could finish it and actually I I didn't get to the top of Frenchman's Cap but I um, was really proud of myself because it really pushed me to my limit, that uphill section from Vera to
1: Yes, I know that section well. Uh, that is really, really hard.
0: Yeah. I'm not one for hikes, um, that go up, 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 up. I kind of like more undulating. I like kind of a bit more variety. And I think at that point being the second day where I was already already a bit sore and then we were going quite an elevator. I can't remember the elevation, but it was quite a quite a task going all the way up. So that was I was really proud of myself. For so for that reason that's been my most favourite experience. And you can... saw a crawl too. I did see a crawl, Uh Spotted a spotted quarrel. I was really lucky at um, Lake Vera. In the morning, we were just getting ready, packing up for the day, for the morning, getting ready to go out, and just walking along the boardwalk was this qual Just it saw me. Didn't think much, and then, um, yeah, kept going. It was really cute. Yeah what so about you, Michelle? What's been one of maybe your favourite experiences so far? Uh, like I said to you before, I find that
2: question really difficult. Yeah. Uh, because I've had so many journeys and so many amazing experiences. There's a few that really do come to mind when you say that, though. And on my one of my last trips, the Alps to Adria, um, we were spending the day basically traversing the mountains, And on our way up, we could see up in the distance, the peak, the summit, and at each summit, there was, um, they'd have a cross. So this particular day was six summits that we were doing. And it was quite amazing. As we were walking up, we could see in the distance, these horses, and they were just hanging around the cross. And as we got closer and closer, we realized it was um, two mamas and two babies. Aww. And they came running over to us. And, yeah, so we got to pat them. And it was that was really special. That sounds magical. But it didn't end there. Um, as we were walking along, they followed. And they kept walking with us for a while, which was even better. And then further on later that day, we came across some more. So, yeah, it was it was pretty amazing to come across these horses just randomly
0: up in the mountains. Beautiful. Yeah. I think I remember seeing your photo. Yeah. The day of of six
2: summits. Yeah. It was a pretty amazing day. It was a hard day. We got into the town that night was nearly nine o'clock. I could barely walk by then. My feet were killing me. Um, But it was the best day of that trip. It was just incredible, absolutely incredible. Yeah.
0: Is that hot? Is that hike considered a Camino? No, no. Okay. No. It's... I thought maybe they were like your spirit animals guiding you along the path.
2: No, but that's a thought. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would have been. A no, win. I've had a I've had a dog walk with me for about ten kilometers on uh, in Portugal. Wow. That was pretty amazing because I was by myself and he was just a random wild dog and he decided to come over and say hello to me and I've got my sticks in the air waving them around saying go away go away you know don't come near me thinking you know wild dog he's going to attack and for about 10 kilometers he walked alongside me and near the roads he chased the cars away like he was protecting me and yeah but he gave me up for a blonde. Oh, I know there was a blonde dog and that was it. Never saw him again.
3: Always the way. Boys.
0: Uh, I'm sensing a theme now where it's all about the hiking, but then it's also about an animal experience. (laughs) What about um, yourself, Bonnie? I also find it really hard to
1: think of just one thing. Um, One... Can I say more than one?
0: No, go for it. All right, well, I'll say i say one I was
1: similar. You, you reminded me of um, going up Frenchman's Cap and I had a similar experience. I had woke up with a horrible flu and I almost didn't do it and oh. I felt so sick. So in some ways it was the worst, but it was also the best because it was really hard climbing up to Barron Pass. and I was yep. having asthma attacks and I almost turned back. Oh, my gosh. I was so sick and I thought maybe it's not safe. I don't know. Um, but in the end, I, I was about to turn back. And then my friend said, look up. And I looked up and I could see the um, quartzite domes. Yep. And Because it was just all in the in the rainforest up until then, in the shadows. Couldn't really see any views. And then I stepped out onto Barren Pass and it was the most beautiful view I'd ever seen. And it sounds really corny, but because <laughs> it had been so difficult and it was all suddenly so beautiful, I cried. Aww. And I was a bit embarrassed. <laughs> but that was nice. And then the other one I thought of is in Western Australia on the Mamang Trail. The, um, I did that in July last year, and I knew there were going to be lots of whales, but I was absolutely amazed by the whales. I could not believe it. They're, we saw um, over 50 of them, and they were all mother-child pests. Some of them, they were like 50 metres from the beach, just behind the wave line, and it was a beautiful, calm day with, when the ocean was like silky smooth, and most of them were just sitting around, resting, but every now and then the little child whales would jump up and slap their tails in the water and things, and all the way along like to the next bay as well. Awesome. So many whales.
0: Oh, isn't Mamang um, Aboriginal Australian for whale? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it's quite fortuitous that you see these amazing whales on the Mamang Trail. (laughs) Yes, it's um, aptly named. (laughs) Yeah. If you go in winter anyway. Well, I think... And it was so
1: good, I want to go back again this year.
0: Yes, where I think we're heading off there coming up in Easter. Yay. Yeah. Fantastic. Not quite the Mamang Trail, but I think we're doing kind of we're the Haikia Trail. Yeah, we're doing oh, the, the
1: Trail with Louise. Yeah,
3: that, we had an awesome really time.
0: Good. Yeah. Motivated me to go back and do Mamang. Yeah, you should. Yep. And I was back down at Hakia a couple of weeks ago. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. So, Lou, what's one of your favourite hiking experiences that you can maybe pinpoint? Because I know you've had some amazing ones.
3: Um. I'm relatively new to the hiking game, only been hiking for about five years or so, um, but hey, I'm kind of one of these people, go hard or go home, so Nepal, why yeah, not? Go the girl that lives the- at <laughs> sea level, can't climb anything over, you know, Bluff Knoll, decides to go to Nepal and do Gokyo-ri and the Chola Pass. Amazing. So, I'd have to say that's pretty memorable for a couple of reasons. Some good, some not so good. Um, The good was once you fly into Lukla, a very interesting airport, and you realise you're up in the most beautiful mountains. There is no road noise around you whatsoever. There are no cars, no motorbikes. It's just beautiful peace. The only noise you really hear is the yaks or pony teams transporting goods up and down the mountain the absolute peace up there is amazing I've never felt anything like it I met some lovely people while we were traveling and managed to get to the top of Gokyori and two days later while traveling over the Chola Pass my body gave up on me and I had high altitude pulmonary edema and ended up being a helicopter evac back down to Kathmandu mm. so that was the end of my trip hey it was still a great trip and I'll be back soon I hope
0: yeah these um these uh experiences where you're like you have those moments of weakness or moments where you doubt yourself they're still they're points, still they're relevant like, and yeah
3: you know cliche Yep. Whatever. Most
0: memorable experience doesn't have to be necessarily. can only make you stronger. Yeah, exactly.
3: Exactly. Yeah, definitely planning to go back. Yeah. Um, Not sure where I'll go, but definitely back to Nepal and got my guide sorted and waiting for me
0: to book. Just got to get some time off work.
1: It's really exciting.
0: Thank you. I'm really um, looking forward to it. I was hoping that um, maybe Don and Mark can get a Foley artist and create some yak sounds underneath that story. Yeah, yeah. if they <laughs> get some yak bells. <laughs> <laughs> what do yaks even
1: summer? I don't know.
0: I was like, as you said, it, I nearly did a yak noise and then I went, no. What is yeah. a yak noise apart I, I d- from vomiting? Nah. That's yeah. what I would do. I <laughs> can't actually say I heard them bellow, uh, but the yuck going to regret having me
2: host yeah, this podcast is. a bit later. You're going to love <laughs> editing this, aren't
0: you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can add some nice dramatic music on, underneath the whole podcast. Um, I thought maybe we'd talk about a point of conversation that's it's often brought up online and when people hear about women going out long distance hiking by themselves often there's lots of questions and concerns and I just thought that might be a really interesting topic to talk about in terms of how you guys feel about hiking by yourself I know I myself have never I think I've done one day hike by myself um, but other than that I've always been hiking with Don it's kind of something we've always done together so I'd yeah love to hear from your perspectives how you feel about hiking by yourself or how others feel about you hiking about by yourself
2: (laughs) well i'm a huge fan of solo hiking Mm -hmm. i love it yeah i I do i love hiking with my hubby mark um he's a great hiking buddy i love hiking with my friends but i really love solo hiking yeah i love getting out there and being me yeah um and just it's just it's hard to explain um have you girls done a solo
0: yeah
1: lots I love solo yeah. hiking as well even it, it, though I also do lots of hiking with other people yeah but there's something very special about solo hiking
2: there is isn't there yeah um yeah you get to be at one with yourself I suppose you could say mm-hmm. I think mm. you
1: also have more of a connection to your surroundings and to nature yes. as well you're not distracted yeah um
0: yeah so is, is that something you feel throughout the whole hike or are there moments where yes. you're like,
2: Yeah, I feel this
0: sounds really bizarre, but I feel almost
1: like an animal.
2: Yes, you do.
3: All your instincts are heightened. A bear cat. Yeah, Yeah. a bear cat.
1: (laughs) A kangaroo, maybe. Yeah,
0: I feel like I often do walk solo because Don's so fast, so I'm often by myself (laughs) (laughs) quite far
1: back. And sometimes when I'm um, I'm hiking in a group, say, for like an eight-day hike, there are moments when I just think, it's not like I'm annoyed with people, I just think I really want some solo hiking time so I just go a bit slower and I take so many photos that it's easy to lag behind. Yeah. I have a tendency to play. I can't. Oh help yeah, me myself. too. And I always I've if I see play. a view or a side yeah. trip or a flower I like the look of have to stop and investigate all, yes. the, all the things. We get there eventually.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I guess, yeah, you can do it in your own time.
2: Exactly. You don't have to answer to anyone. I don't have to talk to anyone. Yeah, it's so relaxing. It's so nice. It's like going to the movies by yourself. Which I've never you get that. to have the whole box of popcorn to yourself, <laughs> eat that choc top. <laughs> not sharing with <laughs> no, anyone. And not share at all. And yeah, yeah it, it's kind of nice. It's, it's nice to have that moment. You can. Yell, cry, scream, fart, burp, all of it by yourself. Have you screamed? Oh, I have. (gasps) and it's great yeah
0: it's such a release as soon as you said that i was like that's something i want to (laughs) do i've never done that
2: screamed at the top of my lungs and it's amazing it just feels so good you should try it i will i'm gonna try that it's such a release yeah oh you've screamed at don i'm sure (laughs) oh yeah i've done that
0: a few times at poor mark usually it's we're singing loudly Oh yeah, probably sounds like Like screaming. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's my voice. Mm. Um, Is the same? Is it the same feeling when you get to the campsite or wherever you decide to camp for the night? I love camping
2: at night when there's nobody else around.
0: I I love just
2: sitting and listening to the sounds around me. Um, There are the moment though where if you listen really, really hard, and then you've got the devil side of you where it says you are alone. Mm
3: -hmm. You're by yourself.
2: Yeah. What is that sound? Oh, my God. What is that sound? Oh, my God. I don't know what that sound is. Oh, what is it? Oh, my God. You know, and you start to lose the plot then. Yeah. yeah. you got to stop yourself from getting to that point um, where you scare yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, I do. I love it. I love just having that peace and quiet. And it was funny. After one time, it was like six days, I hadn't spoken to anybody, hadn't seen anybody. That sounds lovely. It and does. it was a great. But then all of a sudden, I spoke. And it's jarring. It sounded loud. And it was like, like, too. oh, my God. Like, yeah, yeah it shocked me. Yep. Like, I actually opened my mouth and spoke and it sounded weird. Hmm. Um, yeah. do, you, do
1: you find um, if you've been hiking by yourself for a while and then you meet people, not like other hikers you say hi to, but civilised people, yeah. and then you feel really antisocial? I know I do. It's not – like, I just feel really shy and I yeah. look away. you hobo. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even, not even anything
0: about looking – being self-conscious. It's just –
3: Need to learn how to reintegrate with society. Yeah. <laughs> I think
0: yeah. if I was solo hiking, especially sleeping at night, I think my inner monologue would end up becoming, "What's that noise? Yes. Is that someone? They're coming." Okay, what are you gonna do? Oh, okay, might do, but you can, <laughs> if you're
1: aware of that and yeah. you realise it's just your mind playing tricks on you or um, cultural conditioning of what you've, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, then you can work through it. Like I know I've had especially when I was new to solo hiking. I've had a few really scary nights. I once, um, i hiked to Bearer King on the Bibbulmun track by myself and I had like Friday afternoon off work, so I left late in the day and was walking at night. And it's funny because I wouldn't be scared of this now, but a few years ago it was really scary to hear some distant gunshots during the night while mm. I was walking. And my friend Natalie, who's done an end-to-end of the Bibbulmun track when she was like 20 um, she actually told me, if you're heading out to Barracking, you might hear some gunshots. And then I remembered her telling me that, and it put me at ease, because I was like, oh, it's to be expected. But then I got up to the campsite, and I could see a bright light of the, the pig shooters, and it felt like the light was shining at the campsite, even though it totally wasn't. Mm. I was really scared, and then I called Natalie, <laughs> who lives in Sydney now, but she reassured me. She's like, oh, so it's okay. And it, it was. And then since then, I haven't really had any scary moments like that. It was... But going through that Um, and working through it just put my mind at ease it's a matter
2: of not crossing the line you get to that line where you're comfortable but the moment you let your mind go over the line that's when you can lose it
1: but i think being aware i think um analyzing what are the real risks and dangers yeah also analyzing why do i feel this way is it something to do with my upbringing like i can think of a few times not when i was that young but say When I was growing up, I wasn't allowed to walk in Kings Park, even though I lived 10 minutes' walk from Kings Park. And it's my mum and dad trying to protect me. They're terrified of, like, rapists and stuff, Um, even though it's very probably low risk. But it was their fears being Mm. put onto me, Mm -hmm. even though they're very happy for me to go hiking. They love that I'm a hiker and adventurous. But, yeah, they would never let me walk in Kings Park. And so I always had that in the back of my mind, that fear. And then the first time I did go for a run in Kings Park by myself, of course, I got... um, uh, followed by a sleazy man in a car oh. and called out it. So I was like, you know, that, no. that doesn't really inspire confidence no. when you want to go off hiking by yourself. And yeah. it's All those little things that happen in your upbringing, I think, contribute to the fear. Mm. But maybe men have the fear as well, but I don't think, maybe not quite so much because they have a different different cultural things at play.
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think my coping mechanism is so I do get a bit freaked out, is to talk myself, calm my own farm down. Yeah, talk a good myself. Really, if someone's hiding out there in the bush in the middle of nowhere waiting for hours for a random solo female <laughs> to come along just so they can attack, they're probably nuttier. Yeah. And probably we could get away quicker than they could catch. But I think the hiking community as a whole is a, a good group of people. Oh, definitely. And yeah, they're the yeah. people you're going to come across.
1: Yeah. I also think like why, you know, if we actually name this fear it's scary men or rapists that's what we're scared of but why why are we so scared of that if you look at the actual been taught it's what we've been taught also it's kind of like something that's quite horrific and a bit um morbid or whatever but uh, yeah a lot of it is just the culture we've been brought up in and you know every time you turn on the tv and it's like ncis special victims unit and it's all like female victims and sensationalized yeah sensationalized um yeah, being victim of crime type of thing. But the mm. reality, if you actually look at the statistics and um, think about it just calmly and logically, it's not that big a risk, mm. even if it does feel scary.
3: Yeah. yeah, and it is those doubts that other people put upon you as well. Oh, definitely. Why are you going out along? Are you going to be safe? I used to get a little bit annoyed with a few people that would say things to me because I would think, well... Don't you think I'm prepared? Don't you think I can do this? Why are you doubting me? I've got confidence in myself. I know I'm strong. I know I can do the distance. I'm prepared. I've got everything I need. I've got contingency plans in place. I've got communication. I've got PLBs. I've got just about everything except the kitchen sink because I am a chronic overpacker. But, (laughs) you know, it's kind of a bit of a slight on me that they don't think I can do it. Yeah, Yeah, me too.
1: I have told a few people off. I've heard that quite a few times. I don't even, don't know if it's because I'm a woman. It might just be.
0: I like to anyway. think it's because people don't trust other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than yeah. Rather than your ability. I think ability. a lot of it is their own fear. Yes, mm. it is.
1: It's other people projecting it's their exactly. own fear. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. A lot of they're the they're scared to do it. They think yes. That
2: very true. You would be. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people they're always ask me, "Aren't you scared?" And I look at them and say, "What?" Yeah. Exactly. Mm. The, I'm more scared hiking around my neighbourhood at night mm-hmm. than I am out in the bush. Like, there's more crazies in the city than there is out in the bush. Yep. Yeah, I'm more worried. In the bush, I'm worried
1: about um, getting really sick or falling. Yes, or that is more of bush a fear fire. for me. But that's rational.
0: Yes. And that's for yeah. anyone regardless and, uh, oh, of who definitely. you are and how old you are and yeah. your experience. But it's weird there,
1: that that doesn't stop people from getting out and giving it a go, whereas yeah. the solo female hiker, scary men, stupid fear. Yep. Yeah does stop actually stop them. people yes yeah. it's, it's
2: really sad because there's a lot of women very sad.
1: missing out but i
2: have noticed and we were talking about this a lot earlier i have noticed there's been a huge turn in women hikers yeah there's a lot more women are hikers out there and i did hear and it's only hearsay um that there are more female solo hikers now on the bib than men uh, the male so solo hikers male solo hikers yeah it's really cool so I think that's pretty good, and I have noticed over the last few years more um, women and younger women out there I come across. Cool, um, which is really great to see. So yeah, what maybe think? we're There's winning this. That I'm that I've
1: noticed, and that I've it's also my own experience is um, a lot of younger women seem to have a lot more fears and also worries about other things like oh, I don't know having hairy legs for eight days or oh, yes, not <laughs> showering. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. But then as you, as women get older, this is all gen, generally speaking, obviously there are exceptions to everything, they seem to become more confident. And I know I've had that experience myself. Like I used to do a bit of solo hiking when I was like 18, 19, but it was always a really big deal kind of scary and daring. Whereas now it's just completely normal. And I know a lot of um, older women are really into hiking solo or otherwise, mm. especially retirees.
2: Yeah, because they've had their life of, especially if they've had children, so they've had their life of having responsibility all the time and having to be there for other people. This is now time for them. Exactly. And all of a sudden, like for me, for instance, I'm becoming an empty nester and my life is mine. Um, Yeah, I'm still mum, but I'm not mum 24-7 anymore. And yeah, so you get this sense of freedom, and it's exciting. So when you get to my age, you're like
1: party time. That sounds this great. Is, it's But exciting. do you think that's um, applicable to men as well? Um, I th- think a lot of the things we'll talk about today are actually applicable to men. I think they are in a different yeah.
2: way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's when the men go and get their convertible
1: cars, <laughs> <laughs>
2: or become hikers. Or become <laughs> hikers.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, or get their giant caravan. Oh, yeah. yeah, true. Mm. Yeah, My grandparents, grandma and
1: granddad did that. They had an awesome time, like um, grey nomads. Although yeah. I often think if I won lotto, I'd become a, a golden brown nomad. I'll <laughs> yeah. take the roads and the hiking trails. Yeah, of
0: we've got plans for that too. Yeah. Um, you, we were talking earlier as well about maybe a lot of younger women taking up hiking kind of as it's more popular in terms yeah. of fitness. And um, I don't know, also there's obviously Instagram and the kind of Instagram-worthy... Yeah, just activities re- in
1: recent years it's become trendy it used to be daggy yep I remember when it was daggy and I had no friends to go hiking with I used to go by myself I still feel very then daggy then I used to go with my <laughs> boyfriend at the time and yeah it's like the ultimate daggy thing to do oh, I still feel daggy with yeah yeah you I know, don't wear
3: yeah I still feel daggy with the hiking pants and the t-shirt and the poles and everyone else is out there in their the skin tight leggings and the crop oh, no, tops no,
2: and
1: no. no but the right,
2: leggings that, they can that, be quite
1: practical yeah exactly and I, I sometimes I do That's wonder if there's a slight um, sexist element to the criticism um, of the leggings crowd. I wear leggings. Hiking. I wear leggings sometimes, but they're like Kmart
0: leggings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, and I, they're I've got things got some like women
1: leggings and some Target leggings. And on some hikes, they're practical. On others, they're mm-hmm. not. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wear them on. You and have off to track. be
0: prepared to rip, and you have to be prepared to sweat and slip in mud. Well, they're practical it. for a, a day hike. <laughs> yeah. A, yeah, on trail hike. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've done day multiple hikes with leggings before I really got into some more hardcore Oh, I started pants. off in jeans. Kind of. Oh, my oh, God. No. So did I. I know, it's How terrible. hot and
3: heavy. I know. Oh
1: and now I, I'm involved in a hiking club and on the disc- event descriptions and I put what to wear and what to no carry. No jeans. And always, especially an overnight hike, I say, absolutely, don't wear jeans. Yep. And it's because I've learned from terrible experience. I did a 37-kilometre hike around like when I lived in Sydney wearing jeans and it was just so uncomfortable and I think that's the turning point and then I started hiking in leggings or shorts and these days I've got hiking pants which they're good for what they're designed for, hiking.
0: My first overnight hike, multi-day overnight hike was from Bibbulmun track Albany to Denmark and I wore black jeans and what i thought was a rain jacket but turned out to be like an 80s pvc <laughs> liner oh, wear a shell jacket yeah so a shell jacket and it rained like like the first day oh, was horrendous. nice and then like from Sandpatch onwards, it was bucketing rain, and pretty much every morning I'd put on these soggy, oh, heavy, no. wet, black yeah. jeans. I don't know why I used to wear jeans for so many hikes, and I don't
1: know why I persevered with it. I think it's just I didn't know any different. And you so think I'd of them as Hardy pants? And, yeah, that's it. That's I think why. Of them as durable. <laughs> yeah, and, but then they'd soak up all the water when you walk through a puddle. Yeah, just horrible. I couldn't imagine. I Couldn't imagine wearing jeans. Oh, it's because anyway. I started hiking when I was quite young, and I didn't yes. research it or anything. It's just. I wear dresses hiking. I
0: notice
2: that just you've got a really funky style when you, you go do. hiking. It's often stuff. I, I just can't be bothered.
0: Style. I don't really love my hiking pants. Yeah, um, fair enough. I wear them for like multiple hikes because I re- like multi-day hikes. Now I realize that they have like a functional purpose. But in terms of how I feel in them, I don't, I'm not a pants wearer like literally a pants wearer in my day to day life. <laughs> or in the dress, you can so, put that on over leggings anyway. Yeah, so I usually mm. like what I'm wearing right now I'm pretty sure I have hiked in. And yes. what she's wearing right now for all the <laughs> listeners <laughs> are at home. Paint me it's a this, picture. Yeah, it's this beautiful red It's like a, oh, a cotton doll? dress with baby cherries doll on it. Dress, yeah, it's got with little cherries. miniature
1: white cherries on a red dress. She's, yeah, with little she's bows. Gorgeous. The
0: most dainty dress yeah. uh a very um, clumsy hiker could wear. No, I've hiked. In, <laughs> I've,
1: I've hiked in dresses before, and I, there's really no reason not to. If it's summer on coastal hikes, I mm. often hike in a dress. You were yep. in your
3: dress the other week when I we was. went up. And to I think
1: keep, I think that was the keep, most appropriate thing to wear on that hike because we were walking, wading through water, and it was just like a simple cotton dress. A hot, a hot summer's day. Yep. And or even sometimes, because I'm such a keen hiker, I drive straight from work down south to do a bit of the woman and I just wear my my work dress and then i hike to the first campsite at night
3: whatever gets the crossing. job done yeah <laughs> look i think you
1: should wear
2: whatever is comfortable for you exactly yeah, well, but also take safety, sa- take safety labels.
1: take safety into mind like if you're going into an alpine area as they say cotton kills don't yes. wear your jeans and cotton no shirt. don't wear
0: your jeans <laughs> 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 jeans are the one no no yeah um lou have you done many solo hikes
3: most of my day hikes would probably be solo now. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of a loser with no friends to go no. hiking with. Um, happy to tag on to anyone's hike. Um, but yeah, solo ones, I'd say at least 60, 70% on my own for day hikes. Yeah, But that's cool. I enjoy it. I love the time alone. Uh, process so much in my head as I walk alone go at my own speed, don't have to wait for anyone. I am a little bit of a speedy hiker, which mm-hmm. can annoy people in groups, uh, yeah. particularly towards the end of the day. I seem to speed up for some reason, but most people I go with know that that's just me. But when I'm on my own, I don't have to think about it and just go for it.
1: Yeah, great. I don't know how we get along, Louise. We do. We do. <laughs> we <laughs> do, people. I'm hanging back, taking my photos like when we did the Hakia Trail. But yeah. that was fine. Like, I don't think either of us minded. We were with other no. people as well. But I, I was in this really dreamy solo hiker feeling. So I was like, I just want to let them go on ahead. And I want to just look at everything and take photos. And I, it's always like time slows down. And then it, it worked out because we were doing a car shuffle and stuff anyway. So I was going to have to wait around at the end. And I was carrying a PLB. So,
3: yeah. And that was cool. I got to go and <laughs> yeah. get the car and come back and pick her up. Yeah, thank
0: you, Louise. That's all right. <laughs> It's always good when you find your rhythm. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah, you don't want to hike just with fast, fast. You want to kind of have a little moments by yourself. I, well, yeah. you, I yeah. can
1: hike but fast, fast. Like when it's a night hike, I'll often hike really fast yep. because I'm not taking photos. It's strange. Um, oh. Or maybe not so strange. Or if my camera battery runs out, <laughs> i suddenly pick up the pace. I hike super fast when I know there's a track town coming.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. With that glint a, of pie in the eye. Yeah. That's what Donna and I call a pub, yeah. pub <laughs> and a beer. That
0: beer is pie sitting the there eye. waiting for me. Yeah. <laughs> we have the 10 so on the plate. Show no mercy. I'm on my way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's always that nice feeling when you're packing up and you're like, right.
3: Having a real meal tonight, yep. not tonight. a dehydrated one. Exactly. Today yep. is town day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, I hike um, really fast if I'm feeling a bit grumpy. I'll hike
0: really fast. Yep, I've done that before.
1: <laughs> yeah Where it's taken like, you just like, oh,
0: come on. Yeah. Yeah. And you get in your head, so you're maybe not spending as much time taking in the surroundings yeah. and distracting yourself. But when I'm fully at one with the surroundings, I just... Yeah, it's, it's just like, flitting like, from tree to tree. No, to it's tree. it's
1: like I... Um, I don't know what the word is. I, I waft from tree to tree. Yeah. That sounds really gross. <laughs> <laughs> Chassé. Chassé. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Flit. Yeah, flit. That's <laughs> no, no, fast. <laughs> but prance
1: from tree to tree. Yeah, I prance from tree to tree and I get really enthusiastic. So, yeah, maybe I do move quickly from leaf to leaf and pebble to pebble, but then I look at everything, look at all the insects and the petals on the flowers. Yep. <laughs> I feel slightly oxymoronic or foxymoronic. Um, being here today, even talking about solo women hikers because i or like international women's day so yeah. i feel like putting such an emphasis on it as if it's something extraordinary is part of what makes it seem like a big deal mhm that's just a, a thought of mine and i've um, in the past people i've said that people have taken it the wrong way and thinking i'm belittling people's fears or whatever and i'm not at all i have felt those fears and i understand it but i also think the more normal it is and the more everyday it is mm-hmm. yeah the less daunting it seems yep. like if you go on say the hiking Facebook groups and you see all the women chatting away about their hikes and the cultural thing of, say, people as you're growing up making you feel like you're unsafe to do things alone. Yeah. Also the opposite. If you see women out there just going for hikes or women who've got hiking blogs or on social media and they're just treating
0: it like a normal thing, then it's it's no big deal. It's just Mm -hmm. breaking down those fears and just normalising it by creating normal everyday honest conversations so the more you uh,
2: hear about it the more it's spoke of the more it's done the more normal it is and the more it's spoken
1: of not as something out of the ordinary so that's why like i'm very happy to be here today and have this conversation but i also feel like having all these conversations over and over again and having the questions come up in the forums over and over again solo female hiker this solo female hiker that no one's talking about solo male hiker because they're just the default hiker Mm. they're just hikers yeah but we're just hikers too. Solo female hikers. We're just hikers.
3: Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. agree. And having done most of my hiking on my own, it's just the norm to it's me. So I don't need that solo in front. Yeah. Even though we are even female. here today yeah. making...
2: Hiker. Yeah, we
1: don't need it. We're just hikers. Even though we're here today talking about women who hike. Yeah. And we'd never have a bunch of men talking about... Oh, maybe you would. Blokes who hike. Maybe yep. that's another podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah. Men, yeah. Who yeah, men, men who there hike. Men who hike. There you go. We need to balance oh, yeah. this
0: out. <laughs> Don has a very good Aussie man voice. I'm sure he can put on for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh look forward to hearing Speaking of solo hiking, the opposite in terms of big group hiking. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever hiked in kind of exclusively... Uh, I mean, there's obviously organised exclusive female groups that hike together, but then obviously there's just the natural camaraderie of hiking with your friends who happen to be ladies.
2: Yeah, I have. I've experienced both. I've experienced small groups of women as well as larger groups of women yep. hiking, um, and yeah, it's it's quite good. It's quite fun. Um, I'm not big myself personally on big group hikes. Can't really say
1: why. Just I'm not either, and very strangely, I organise them.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> That's because but, you care yeah. about getting people out yeah, yeah and, I do, I, do. And and I enjoy I enjoy them but my preference is for smaller groups and it's kind of funny because it's like oh I should probably let 22 people maxim, maximum number of people on this because there's a wait list but really the ones I enjoy most have like just a small group which is not yeah. to say I don't enjoy meeting people in a big group I do but yeah that's, I think s- the small bigger the group is-
2: the more dynamics there are but in saying that, I have been in large groups and it's been so much fun. That's true. Because you meet so many different personalities. So it's yeah. sort of like it's contradicting itself in a way. Sometimes it can be really painful.
1: Yeah. And sometimes it can be Other times awesome. it can be just amazing. Yeah, and mm. you can meet really good friends. Yeah. Through going yeah. And bikes. walking
2: with women's group is very different than walking with men in the sense that women tend to open up a little bit more. They're That's more true yeah they're more generally speaking generally speaking always, they yeah. yeah and um yeah no it's it, it can be quite interesting
3: mm. i've never actually walked in a big solely woman's group in fact my first group hike was a smallish one of maybe 12 and that's when i first met don and Alyssa. yeah and mark and we've kept in touch since and they've welcomed me along on other hikes much appreciated thank oh, you always been fun but as a, as a group of women i suppose the closest I can think of would be a group of four. And it was when we decided to enter the Oxfam trail walk in Perth the initial year. I ended up doing five trail walks, raising money. I walked with one woman for all of
0: those hikes.
3: We broke people every year and had to get new like team the, members the every
0: the year. Hiker trainers, like <laughs> yeah. breaking the horses. Kind yeah. of Some just didn't cut the
3: mustard. Sorry, girls. But Walking, the four of us, no matter which four it was, we never ran out of anything to talk about. Always something to talk about. We had Mm -hmm. our quiet moments. We had our crazy moments. We had tears on the trail. Mm. We had so much fun. We did happy dances. We ate so well. It was just awesome.
1: I asked though, would it have been different if there
3: was a man in your group? Probably wouldn't have had some of the discussions that we've had.
1: Oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah.
3: Yeah, some of the more personal things or... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've had um, most of my group hiking, when I think about it, very, very few hiking, other than going for a walk with one friend, most of my group hiking has been either with men where I'm the only woman or a mixed group, but I find the group hikes I do, the overnight hikes anyway, it, it's mostly guys come along. I've made lots of really, really close friends and, and things like a lot of male friends and, and female friends. Uh, through that, but I think there's one time when I went with a, a group of women and I did notice the the dynamic was different and I really liked it. And I'm I'm actually going hiking with them again in, in April. We're gonna do the Carnarvon Gorge Great Walk. We call it ourselves the Gorgeous Girls. Yeah <laughs> <as we did. laughs> it's right. really a bit silly. We did um, Catherine Gorge, five days together and then two days canoeing. Yep. It was absolutely epic. And then just by coincidence, we're getting together again and doing Carnarvon Gorge. You'll have to
0: only exclusively do gorges <laughs> well, with like these yeah. They're
1: from Brisbane. So last time we met in the middle in Northern Territory, now, now I'm going to Queensland and I'm going to try and convince them to come back and we'll go up to either Carajini or Carberry yep. to do some do WA it. gorges. It's amazing. But yeah, hiking with them was, was really, really good. We had really in-depth discussions in a way that I feel like more so than than... I do with my guy friends, even though with my guy friends, I do have some intense discussions as well, but it was one of them I hadn't met until that hike, but it was like, so we were instantly really close. And it was also just really freeing, say, just things like if you have your period or something, you don't have to hide it. Yep. And I think, well, maybe with guy friends, you don't have to hide it. Maybe they'd be fine, but it was just so relaxing, not having to worry about, not having it be a big deal. Or just anything like that or just anything that's a bit gross or whatever. You can just talk about it outrageously and
0: laugh. Yep. And I don't know why you can't
1: do that with guys, but it's just the way it is. Have you guys
0: ever felt like going to huts or campsites, any kind of sense of unease or nervousness no. um, in terms of kind of personal hygiene or or getting changed? No. no you're totally I, have I have
2: to say I am, um, yeah, I... I don't have any shame. <laughs> <laughs> no, me neither. I Not have anymore. No I'm used shame. To. Yeah. yeah. And um, is that something as you've gotten older, you've just it's it's gotten worse since I've gotten older.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Better. No. Yeah.
2: Yeah. To the point that I have to remind myself to be thoughtful of others around oh, yeah. me. Oh, Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Where I have to think, okay. I mightn't have any shame, but this yeah. person might. So let's just be a bit more respectful. Well, different them.
1: people have different ideas of what respectful is, I suppose. Yeah. So you've got to be mindful of that. Yeah. But I'm similar. I I'm just have zero modesty. So I couldn't care less if people
0: see me naked or whatever. It's like, yeah. whatever. I um, feel a bit more uh, nervous. I mean, yeah. I've gotten better, as you said, as yeah. I've gotten older more confident. I used to be confident. completely
1: different. I remember yeah. on a school camp... We did a big section of the Cape to Cape track. And after days and days of hiking, um, I had slightly hairy legs. So I was like, oh, I can't go swimming. And then the camp leader. It's so silly. Now I couldn't care less. And only slightly hairy as well. And then the camp leader was like, why aren't you going swimming, Bonnie? You love swimming. And I was like, oh, I've got hairy legs. And she just laughed at me. She's like, who cares? They're furry friends. (laughs) I know. It's like things like that. I just don't really care about that much anymore but I used to and things that like just not having a shower for a week that used to cause me great anxiety yeah but then I've realized it's not a big deal and if we grew up a hundred years ago we'd be having a shower or bath once a week and we'd still be healthy well Mm. reasonably healthy
0: yeah so yeah
1: and things like getting changed I, I I don't care but yeah I would Go behind the shelter or whatever, just to be respectful of other people. Cause it yeah. can be a bit confronting if someone just strips yeah. off in front of you. Yep. So fair enough. But, but I go skinny dipping.
0: Yeah, or I'd be very vocal and be like, "I'm taking off." Oh, that's what I say now. <laughs> Everybody, if you want to turn around, now's Look your away time now. Yeah. Um, and just trying to make a joke out of it, or just be yeah, I do that as communicate well. Communicate that now is I this say, is going to happen. If you
2: don't
1: want to see a performance of the bare naked <laughs> ladies, turn around now. <laughs> do you remember that band had like a yes. one hit wonder? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yep, I remember. I have had creepy people not vibe on the I want privacy when I'm trying to change before where they just kind of keep staring and you're like, um, (laughs) hello. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this was a gentleman who... Was already a bit weird and had shouted at me on the overland track. Oh, the German! Yeah. So he also not only did he shout at me in the middle of the night that my yeah that my mat was squeaky. He then (laughs) like was a bit weird about staring at not just me. There was like a few young girls on the hike who I felt more for them than me because I think I kind of was a bit like yeah, look, Like I was already angry at him, so I kind of didn't care too much. But I felt more for the other girls because I could see them really uncomfortable
1: now that annoys me talking about solo women hi- hikers or young women wanting to get out there that's that just annoys me if people are being creepy or whatever it's like way to scare them off yes I
0: have a feeling he didn't he didn't maybe have didn't the understanding or the tact yeah like, I think not. socially he was a little awkward yeah and that's the vibe I got after oh, I kind of got to know him yeah I mean he still made some bad choices but I sound like a teacher now, um, but <laughs> <him too. laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, I have a vibe that he um, wasn't very self-aware himself. So. Yeah, mm. fair Aww.
1: enough. Yeah, and you do. That's something about hiking where you stay in huts and things. It like that's you, social. It's yeah, always you you a social to deal with game as different well. Personalities and sometimes yeah. you meet really strange people. Yep. Not necessarily horrible people, just, just strange. Just oddballs. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> Who's to say you're not the strange one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think might <laughs> be
3: looking at us that way.
1: No, I think I might I might be a bit strange. But that's okay.
0: Yeah. Embrace it. Yeah, why not? I love it. <laughs> um, is there anything we haven't spoken about yet? We've,
2: I mean, I, I don't know if it's an issue that you guys want to put out there, but you know, women do have I know myself personally, I mean God forbid, I haven't had a period for ten years. Hee, <laughs> I'm lucky. So, but there's women out there that do, yeah. and I imagine you guys all do. So, yep. it, it is a big issue. And I remember years back when I did having to have that issue. You know, being hiking through the wilds of Alaska. And half my bag is filled with tampons and pads. You yeah. know. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and no, thinking every an time is that bear going to come over <laughs> here. <laughs> so Most it is something that women do worry about, especially young women.
1: I remember uh, our young school women camps, are scared to go out because every, of that yep. reason. People are scared to go out because of that reason. It's yes. true. And it's not something to be worried about. No, no. It's really not. It's not easy or pleasant or nice. But it's just a little thing you just got to yeah. deal with, and it's it's not that big a deal. I know, oh, I don't know. Maybe some people have terrible pains and stuff. That might yeah. be different. But
3: yeah. Well, a while back I helped as a volunteer guide for a friend who was doing a Duke of Edinburgh hike for teenagers. Glad to say there was five girls and four boys. I went along as a volunteer just to help. One of the mums caught up with me at the pre-hike shakedown where we were discussing what to pack, what to take, weight, food, everything, how to pack your pack and one of the mums said I'm so glad you're going because the hike organiser is a guy, really nice approachable guy but she said M- the girls won't talk to him about any female issues so we're glad you're going and so I said well you know what's the issue and he said, "Well, one of the girls is going to get the period while she's away so I ended up doing a big write up for the girls what to do, what to expect um, if it happens on the trail. Well, what I wrote, I sent to the organiser first and said, is this okay? You know, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. And he goes, "Oh no, it's fabulous. You should actually write a blog post about it because it's really good. We had little things like, if you've got your period, it's cool. Don't worry about it. If you think you need to go and look after yourself, change anything while you go, we can have a little secret word so that the teenage boys don't know what we're talking about. But just, it shouldn't, like, I know it is a big deal, but it shouldn't be. It should be no different like than going be. off and
1: doing a wee or something. No, but teenage boys And life would cope. be so much easier mm. if you didn't. But that's part of what makes it stressful is having to. Yeah. Having the whole taboo. The taboo it. makes it yeah. stressful yeah. or well, more said, stressful than it
3: needs to be. But we had all these things where the secret word, I said, just hang back. Leave your pack at the side of the trail so I know where you left the trail and I'm not going to be searching through the bush looking for you if you don't come back. Leave no trace with um, products, um, you know, waterproof sealed bags for products, not putting anything in the long drop toilets. Which um, I think that
1: there's another glaring omission there. The Bibbleman track doesn't have any information on that
0: whatsoever. No. If we're talking about the Bibbleman. It does on, in Tasmanian parks there is. In Tasmania, yeah. So that's it's quite, quite the clear. It the big woman doesn't mention nappies
1: and toilet paper the, and baby it, wipes. Yes. It doesn't mention tampons Sanitary, and pads yeah. and that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, even in,
2: inside the toilet block, mm. there is nothing. Do mm. not put this down.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's obvious. People it's obvious, just, uh, but it's not obvious if you... Well, you know,
3: these girls, most of them were first-time hikers. They had no idea. So I just said, look, girls, I'm going to put it out there. Here's the conversation we have to have. So um, the mums were more appreciative, I think, of it. Um, Some of the girls were like, okay, we can do this.
0: So, yeah. I think it's so dependent on you personally and kind of how you are with yourself and how also what kind of period you have. Definitely. I'm quite fortunate to not be... Someone who has a really heavy period, so. Yeah, me too.
1: And I can hmm. when I was a teenager I did more. And also it's like every twenty eight days so I can predict it. Yeah. But I I do know some people who have like severe pain yeah. during and that time.
0: They're the people I really feel for if yeah, they're going that on would a be hike. difficult. I'm really lucky I yeah. My tactic is to leave no trace. I just use lots of toilet paper that I know I can flush later on.
1: That would be brilliant.
0: Yes, and then I don't have to carry anything around with me. But that I know that I'm a very fortunate person, and that there's so many people out there that don't have that luxury or that option because yeah, I know that too. I always say
1: to people, "Oh, it's no big deal," and in some ways it's not. But I know that some people um, have terrible pain during that time, Mm. or like really like lot like really heavy periods and things or that's it's, it's unpredictable. So I think I'm lucky as well cuz like every 28 days and not ridiculously heavy or anything. But yeah, if it if it you do have lots of pain, I could really see that would be a big barrier yeah. to going hiking. But if not, it should not be something to worry about at all. Like it's I think at the moment the moments when you have to do something about it, it's oh, so annoying and you know, dare I say a bit gross or whatever, unpleasant. But while you're hiking along you're not even thinking about that it's no. it's only like say 5 minutes out of the de- uh, out of the day or out of your hike Yep. of just being a bit no. i think it's the whole inconvenience of it it's inconvenient yeah. and it's carrying it is, out yeah the ca- it, to be honest it is a a little bit gross if you have to you know, carry your your used tampons in a bag it's not pleasant but
0: but yeah. there's so many already unpleasant things about not showering for 11 days so
1: so it's kind of one in in many even in your normal life it's still a bit gross even if you put it in the bin or whatever it's, it's the same thing yeah no
3: different my one concession was in nepal not having access to showers for two weeks or anything like that my wash consisted of a bowl of hot water and a funnel um prior to my hike i actually did go on the pill just so I could uh, manipulate my cycle somewhat Mm -hmm. to make sure it wouldn't happen while I was away because we were really walking through very small villages with basic toilets to a point where it was a hole in the ground with leaf litter underneath. Um, Toilet paper was not allowed to go down these long drops. Toilet paper had to go into the bin next to the toilet so it was only organic matter mm. in the toilet. Everything yeah, else had difficult. to go into the bin. So there was no way I was leaving a little parcel of surprise. Mm. Yep. Oh, well, that's
1: being anxious about it, isn't it? No, not anxious.
3: No, just didn't want the hassle. Mm.
1: No, I've been anxious about it in the past. I'm not now because I've been going hiking every single weekend almost. And so it just became a thing. Well, it's really not that big a deal. But I do remember it being a feeling like a big deal. And I, I went on the pill to avoid um, getting it when I was did a mountaineering course as well but i wouldn't do that now Now i just just roll with it so yeah i think we should
2: let all the women out there the the young girls the older women know that it, it's not something that should stop them from hiking
3: Definitely not. It shouldn't no, be
2: the thing not. that makes them say, oh, I can't go that weekend because I've got my period.
1: Unless they have terrible pain or they're fainting or something, in which case, I think that's well, it's pretty solid more
2: justifiable. Um, but there are options out there, and I think it's something that women should seek in looking at like you girls were talking about adjusting your pills so mm-hmm. that you could adjust yeah, your cycle. That's, that's not a bad option. You've also got the cups that you could use for women out there um, and I've known women who have hiked
1: using the cups and they work very well. I've tried that and it maybe it's because it's the first time I used it but I'd I don't know. I think it might be something that's best to try
2: before going on the yeah. trail. Yes,
1: definitely. Uh,
2: get used to it first, then take it out on the trail. But a lot of women have found that that works really, really well. Then you're not carting out t- used tampons and yeah. used pads. Which is, hmm.
1: that's not the end of the world either. It's not. It's extra weight a bit, and bulk to a carry. Extra weight and it's like a bit, uh gross. but It's a bit it's gross, but I think if it's a get Sealed, sealed
0: back, yeah, hmm. yeah. yeah, get over it. Yeah, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's all hike your own hike. Mm. It's whatever it you're prepared to put up it with is. and whatever yeah. you're prepared. But
2: I, I, to... I, what I'm trying to say is that I want people to think, okay, women to think out there, okay, it's not going to define me in going out on a hike. It's not going to no. stop me from going mm-hmm. out on mm-hmm. a hike. Because you I'm... don't
1: think about it while you're constantly while you're hiking. It's just you know, a couple of times a day,
3: yeah. deal with it, yeah. keep hiking. And My day job actually is working with a gynecologist so periods, anything like that does not phase me at all. Um, so this conversation is very much the norm for it's you. It's the norm around our uh, tea room. <laughs> this conversation
1: break. is like, I feel completely comfortable yeah. talking about it. But strangely, I don't feel comfortable having people know I've got my period. I don't know why that is, but I couldn't just... Well, When I was with like some female hikers or with my sister or something, I'll just talk about it. But say if I'm on a hike or anything else with a group, I'm not going to say oh, I've got my period, like some people do. Like, I do feel a bit a bit weird about that. I don't know why
0: because I'm mm. not modest in any other way. But... It could be thinking about other people's feelings, the same as mm. th- thinking yeah, about maybe. getting undressed in public yeah, spaces, yeah. in huts and things. Making but I think life would be a lot yeah. easier if you could just, you know, be like, yourself wave, wave your
1: tampons around <laughs> or whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but if you could just talk about it really matter of factly, I think it would just Can be we so say much again? Less stressful.
0: Who's the crazy one? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, You guys, when you were talking about the cups, I was thinking about the she wees. Have she-wees. you guys tried the she wees? Oh, <laughs> no, no. I don't way. need to. No, I don't need to. I used to.
1: I used to feel like, oh, it's so unfair. Like, that's the one moment that I wish I was a man, it's when I'm weeing in the bush. But I've kind of gotten over that now. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, so you, you work it out. <laughs>
2: Look, I used to be jealous that I couldn't write my name. <laughs>
0: uh, hey, you, you could work you could on practice. that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, no, no. I've, I was given a Shiwi and I've never used it. I have no desire to use it. I have no issues in doing the good old squat. It yep. does not no. bother me.
1: I have no issues either, but sometimes I think I should have more issues because I often, like I'll, I'll do the squat and not necessarily hide perfectly. I think, oh, I don't really care. And I'm like, well, it might give someone a terrible surprise if they come and they can see me, my um, my full moon <laughs> <laughs>
0: from down the trail. <laughs> I thought you were going to say pee on your shoes, but... <laughs> oh, that's oh, weird. <laughs> that, no, that's the oh, bad. No, when that happens, <laughs> that's,
1: that's pretty bad. Thank goodness that doesn't happen often. <laughs> It's
0: uh, not good. This is probably not the best place to leave the
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and peeing on if your you shoes. If you pee on your shoes, you just have to find a puddle asap <laughs> <laughs> to accidentally fall in. <laughs>
0: Invert and with little commas. <laughs> oh,
1: all right. So, what else we're going to
2: talk I don't about?
0: Know. Um, um, how do you guys feel about what you bring on the track? Is there anything that you specifically bring that is catered to you as a as a lady? <laughs>
3: My only concession has been my Osprey pack being a woman's harness to
0: get around the girls. Yep. And anything <laughs> yeah. else
3: is not really,
0: I don't go for anything designed for women. I have an Osprey as well, which I think is Me designed. Free. And the hips, I think the hip, the hip pads yeah, is specially designed. The Osprey yeah.
2: is very well designed for a female body with the hips yep. and getting around, as you would say, Lou, the girls. The girls. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I've tried many a different brand and, yeah, the girls just get in the way.
3: They do. Yeah, I've they always do wanted to wear Don's arm pack. I, I tried wear an um, arm pack on before I bought my Osprey. I felt like I a did. cow with udders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, call, I call the bags at the front when I'm
0: talking to Don his fun bags.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd like to see where I'm walking. Oh, and with an arn, you cannot see
1: anything no. yeah. at
2: all. But I like the idea that, of having yeah. things easily
1: accessible yeah. at the front. Yeah, I did that wonder works. about where where the girls sit behind it. I think I have some ladies relatively wear
0: them. small, but mm. I know it depends on kind of. I think you can reposition it so it's more comfortable. Mm. To you. It goes on yeah. the side of the girls. Yeah, so it's a little more side. Reposition um, the girls or the yeah, pack? Both. I <laughs> think <laughs> there's a delicate balance that yeah. happens. There's a little dance going on, yeah. <laughs> especially as you walk. Yeah.
3: But uh, no, it's not for me. No, yeah. Don rocks the Anne pack, but just did not suit me. I felt swinging around like adders. yeah so i've, I've definitely <laughs> gone for the osprey and that suits me much
1: better i can see the appeal of the arnpack. like this is super daggy i used to wear a money belt just to, to keep extra things no that's really funny <laughs> um now i've got well, with my osprey pack i've got the little side pockets but especially if you're carrying a big camera and stuff the pack would be brilliant for that mm. but i would wonder if it gets a bit a bit hot but let's save this for another, because Don is just sitting there in the corner. And he can't his he head at us. <laughs> oh, sorry, don't Don. criticise my We can arm. have another conversation about that, maybe, Yeah. when you can actually talk about it. But you, say
2: you, <laughs> you say you wear a money belt. I actually I, used to. I don't anymore. With my camera, because I carry a lot of camera gear with me. So I actually wear my pack, my Osprey, and I also wear a bum bag mm. on the front. Yeah, I've been thinking of getting a, a... And it's
1: great. A fanny pack?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like a... Yeah, a fanny pack. Um, It's great because you yeah. can put all your crap in the front. Yeah, perfect. You mm. know, you don't have to take your pack off to get to something. It's yep. right there in your front.
1: Yeah, I used to... So. It was, say, if I did Bibbleman sections, I'd put my little Bibbleman track guidebook and my camera and a muesli bar in my money money belt.
0: <laughs> it looked ridiculous, but who cares? I think that's why I like wearing my hiking pants on those long hikes. Because yes, I that's Muesli one bar of the and everything. Yep, exactly.
1: Yep. Big Even on long yep. day hikes, but then for short hikes I think leggings are good. Yep. But something a question I would like to raise. We yeah. talk about our how, how the Osprey backpacks are so good for the the female form. But if there's a bunch of blokes in this room talking about men who hike, would they be going, Oh this backpack it's specifically designed for my broad shoulders and my narrow hips. I, th- I think there are though, aren't there? Like or actual... are all back. No, just the default. everything. Oh, I was just saying there's a default. backpack? So it's like the backpacks. And, and it's always, if you look up gear, it's always the male one comes first and the female one comes second. Mm. Sleeping bags. It's always the sleeping bags. And then the, the female specific sleeping bags, even the comfort rating and everything is like for men. And then the women have to adjust it downwards. Yeah. That is a bugbear of mine. I'm like, Why is why so you want them to put female first then men? No, I just want them to acknowledge that um, females is not like a special niche category, and it's not. Sometimes the way they describe the gear specific to the female form, it's as if being having a female body is some sort of um, barrier to being able
0: to hike. That's not true. I think Mm. isn't it a little bit partly to do with like a physical wider hips? Yeah, but what about turning on your shoulders? Yeah.
1: It's, it's no, it's, why is that the default? Yeah. And, oh, my, I love my big hips that stick out. They're like a shelf. My backpack doesn't slide down. Oh, those poor men with their narrow hips. They'd have to have a special thing where they can tighten their hip belt. Yeah. They do. You know? <laughs> I watch my husband quite often.
2: I'm behind him and he's forever having to hitch his pack up. Because he hasn't got the
0: arse and yeah. he
2: hasn't got the hips. My
0: ass is like a shelf. It is. Yep. It Very holds useful. it all together. It's fantastic. I love I get my ass and my hips. My pack rubs on the top of my my butt. Yeah, it's and also I get a if you've got a bit of cushion my... on your ass. It's also While good if you, have,
1: if you have a slip on the pea
0: gravel too. Yes. yes. <laughs> Comfortful. <Yeah. laughs> you end up like a turtle on your back. Yeah. Yeah, mine's <laughs> on it's, that many Mine sits right up on my hips yeah so I actually my pack sits higher than it's supposed to I hmm. think, but yeah you make it, it works, work. yeah you find what works for you, and I think each pack even like i'm I've got my osprey, but I've tried other people's osprey that doesn't feel as comfy as the one I'm used to, and you just learn to you actually mold into your pack yeah. like when
2: you first get it, it's like a pair of boots, they're all stiff and hard. Mm. It, and it takes a while for it to mould into your body. Yep. So then, you know, if I was to give you my pack right now to try and, yeah, it's not going to be comfortable because no. it's moulded into my body.
0: Yeah. Um, and all the straps and the heights yeah. for your own body. And I love and
2: it because I put it on now and it's like, ah. Uh,
0: comfy. Yeah, it's a hug. It's
2: a friend. It's a, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> your long-lost friend and it's always nice to say hi again. I
1: feel like that about my tent as well. Yes. It's like my,
2: my um, special home. It is it's your little cocoon it's yeah. your little it's your little house your little safety place it's yeah. your your where
3: you constant yes Something no same. matter where no you, matter are, where you are. and then
1: say, yeah, I like that. especially my old tent which was a bit heavy compared to my new tent but I've got these really fond memories of it like camping on Three Bears Beach on the Cape to Cape track and it was so scary cuz I could hear the waves like there was winter massive waves so it felt like the waves were about to come in and wash my tent away they weren't or like when I was on the Stirling Ridge and the play like that night when we camped, the wind was just the strongest wind I've ever been in. It sounded like a like a plane taking off and the tent was um, bending and everything and then I just got all the memories like that. And my tent was faithful to me and it stood strong. Mm-hmm. And then now every time I go in my tent I'm like, Oh, this is really comfortable and I feel so safe. Yeah. My old tent had, had a name. It was called Sunshine.
2: Oh, that's Aww. a really nice name. And I named it because when I was hiking through Alaska, it didn't matter what peak I was on, I could look back and I could see it. Uh, oh, yeah.
1: I like having a bright-coloured tent for that reason. Yes. So yeah. I called it Sunshine. That's nice. Is it yellow? Yes. <laughs> my, my new tent's yellow. I won't Think call it good, Sunshine. No. Banana. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> Rama.
0: <Banana-rama. laughs> <laughs> um, I'm. Uh, we we're talking about equipment design specifically for women. I'm the kind of person who does not really care whether mm. it's for a woman or a man. As long I, as it does. If the pants you. fit, I'm wearing the pants. Yeah. If the boots yeah. fit, I'm wearing the boots. If the boots are a better deal and they're on sale and they're men's, I don't really care. If mm. Very shizzle. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think yeah. it depends on you personally. Like for myself, I've got big size twelve feet now that's 45 uk if anyone wants to know <laughs> they're huge so i most of the time have to wear men's yeah just to fit my feet yeah um i have been known to wear men's pants um yeah because the women's i'm a big girl and sometimes the women's sizes don't get to my size yeah
0: Kathmandu size 18 not comfy no, me no. no. I have to go up and I have to go men's. The best you
1: don't find the legs are too long or that the waist is loose and the no, hips are tight. Not
2: very tall. The waist is the issue for me. Yeah. I have that to take issue it because I've got a little waist. Pace,
1: I've pants, got a small yeah.
2: waist, Big ass, big hips. I think
0: I'm the, st- I'm chest, in the same camp as you, Michelle. I'm, <laughs> waist. I'm in the same
2: camp as
1: well. A lot of pants um, kind of fall down, or if they don't fall down, they're really tight around my thighs.
0: Yes,
2: and
1: I don't like, like Mark would always say to me, wear a belt. I don't want to wear a belt. No.
2: Belts are
3: uncomfortable. Why do yeah. I want to wear a belt? It's the first thing I throw out when I buy a pair of pants. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> actually, so, that's interesting. A lot of men do wear belts. Yes, Mark but, wears belts yeah. all the time,
2: but he has to. He's got no arse and no hips, so his yeah. pants fall down constantly. Um, oh, that's where
3: my problem is. I'm fairly straight up and down. You've got no arse and no <laughs> hips. <laughs> I do have a bit of an arse and a bit of a hip. So I'm, I actually buy a fair bit of guys' gear. Just because it's there and it's on sale and it fits and it does the deed. I'm fairly tall; it's longer in the leg. Yeah, suits yeah. me. And because having I a pack got
2: very long legs too. I do tend yeah. to lose
3: yeah. it off my bum though there's many a time i've had my ass hanging out as i've been going up a hill sorry to the people behind me. <laughs> had the old money slot yeah so I'm constantly pulling <laughs> pulling them up if you see me doing the old shuffle that's just me reorganizing my pants what were
1: you like around like circa 2001 when that was all the all the rage to have the low pants, low riders i was probably just too much of a dad
0: oh, totally then. off topic sorry yeah <laughs> would have been very fashionable then yeah. <laughs> But
3: I guess um, one of the things I've always wondered, I don't notice it here myself so much, but in America I think um, women's gear costs a lot more.
2: Yes, oh, they really? do. Yeah. Does it?
3: Co- I've, I've not really noticed I'm it not costing really sure. any more here. I Dislike, I if I that's can't the case. I say
2: yeah. that... I've really noticed it that much no. here, but I have read a lot about people complaining that women's gear costs a lot more. No need. For I it. personally don't think that's a standout issue here. No, no I no. haven't noticed that. But it neither. wouldn't. If
1: it, if it, that was the case, I would be really. You know, I would be... I've bought a lot of
2: gear, a lot of male gear and female gear, mm-hmm. and I can't say that it's any different. Yeah, to I haven't it. noticed. True. Sometimes
1: you might go online, and the default version is on sale, and the female specific version isn't. But sometimes it's vice
0: versa as well. The only so, thing I can say is I've noticed there's more sizes catering to a larger male yeah. than there is to a larger female, and I don't know whether that's just me shopping in places like Kathmandu um, and then going to places like when there was a Mountain Design and there was other brands, and me just noticing by comparison that I was able to find my size in a man's, but not so much. Yeah, that's the, interesting the though because my my dad
1: is a larger man. He's six foot five. And he's got legs like tree trunks or King Jarra tree trunks, let's say. And I know he had a really difficult time finding hiking pants. I'm probably thinking about more width
0: than length.
1: <laughs> oh, no, he's both. He's got like massive. Oh, okay. um, He's tall and stocky yep. at the same time. So he has trouble finding hiking clothes as yeah. well. So I don't know. Or, or no. you, probably, you probably know if you've been trying to find the clothes and you can't find them. But I do wonder if that's a universal Mark
2: thing. Mark does have trouble finding pants for himself because he's a you know he's he six really foot tall four well? yeah and you know he's a strong build. Out of all the brands out there, Macpac actually their sizing in comparison—if you were to have a look at the size comparison of Macpac, Columbia, North Face, all those Macpacs size say twelve to fourteen or fourteen to sixteen. Is actually a good centimeter bigger, mm. or sometimes cases two centimeters bigger in the pants, wider than it is those other brands. Yeah. So Macpac, you know, I'm not sponsored by Macpac.
0: <laughs> You'd be happy to be sponsored by Macpac. I'd love no, sure.
1: <laughs> But what? It would be good if they just um, all the brands just put in some like Stand- different sizes. No, or different sizes, not just the the middle range there there actually are some brands
2: that even go up to size 22 some I've even seen one brand that went up to size 28 which surprised me um, but that's one of the American ones. Mm. Um, but then, it, it but would here be... in Australia, we have a great difficulty getting anything that's over a sixteen.
1: Yeah, and that's the same for for gear in general. We get we don't get the full range that they get in other no. countries. No, we don't. I but, often and then I do also wonder overseas. if it was like a um, one of those sizes, would it be still be cheap, or would they be because it's rarer or whatever? They'd put the prices up. Because if they do, that would be annoying as well. Yeah, I don't
2: know. I can't answer that. But mm. there is something that I noticed um, and it was in one of the hiking stores and I did actually mention this to the manager and I won't say which hiking store, um, but I was making observations and they catered more for
1: men than women. I've mm. noticed that. I commented, I think I and might know the hiking store. I have commented and they took it really well. They were like, oh, yeah. Maybe because I'd already said something. <laughs> no. I also but, commented, I, I just made a snide remark because I, I was look at the time looking for sleeping bags. I ended up buying a quilt online. But they were like, oh, yeah, we've got this and this and this. Oh, and then this one you might really like, but we don't have it in stock, but we can order it in. The female-specific Cedar Summit, the one female-specific one and then all the default ones. And I just made a snide remark about that. And then I, felt, I immediately felt a bit guilty. I was like, oh, it's not his fault. But then he took it really well. He was like, yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah. No, I asked him the question. Um, I, I wasn't attacking him. I was just asking him the simple question. Is it because there's more male customers? And he couldn't answer that. Yeah. So I'm not, I still don't know the reason why. Um, yeah. And now you're know
3: making was. me reflect on one of the stores I've been into, and I think, <laughs> although I didn't say anything, yeah. I'm
2: picturing
0: it in my mind. Now. So we're
2: all going to go into these stores now and take note, aren't we? Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's a really interesting way to think about it. Like to, yeah, go yeah. in and see how it's advertised and promoted, and
2: yeah, it's it's just me being my usual curious me. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah,
0: questioning, asking questions. Yeah, is good. why is
2: this? Yeah, why yeah. is this no, it's so? That's good task, ask
0: Speaking of questions, if you have any suggestions or questions for future podcasts, please email us at realtrailtalk at gmail.com. And I'd like to say a really big thanks to our guests tonight. We have Michelle Ryan, Bonnie Wells, Louise Jorgensen, and also a big thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank Thank you you very much. And if you have enjoyed this episode, please give us a rating on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you are listening to us on. Thanks again and look out for Don and Mark who will be back again in two weeks.